The Ocean View Inn is the only resort overlooking South Beach. While Edgartown mostly consists of quaint bed and breakfasts nestled along the narrow, one-way streets of downtown, the Ocean View stretched across a wide piece of land along Atlantic Drive, just across the street and 200 yards from the beach. The resort was pushed back behind the cluster of trees lining the road, so you couldn't even really see it until you came to the sprawling grounds that led up to its gray shingled exterior like a brilliant green welcome mat. Unless you happen to notice the guests only sign, in which case you realize that the only people welcome at the Ocean View were those willing to pay for the privilege. But even if you weren't a guest at the resort, you couldn't ignore its presence, how it unexpectedly rose up behind the trees like a mirage appearing out of nowhere. Even this morning as I walked from the bus stop to the resort, I couldn't help but slow down to take in the grounds and the gray shingled peaks that stretched along the property, each one connected by a brilliant white balcony that looked like something out of a fairy tale, if fairy tales had concierge service and daily yoga classes. When I interviewed for the summer program, I met with the resort's general manager. He'd asked me why I wanted to work there, and I gave him some line about looking to get solid work experience for my college applications. And I love kids, I told him. My mom's a teacher. The general manager smiled at me as if he'd struck gold. I'd uttered the magic words. And where are you looking at schools? He'd asked, already convinced I had the nurturing skills of Mother Goose, which was nothing less than what the children of Ocean View guests deserved. Now he just had to find out if I had a brain in my head. I'll probably stay in New England, and I've been looking at schools with strong math programs. Williams, Dartmouth, Bowdoin... I threw Bowdoin in at the last minute, figuring anyone who was willing to spend the winter in Maine wouldn't be the type of person who'd call in sick just because she wanted to catch a good day at the beach. The general manager had to eat that up. And I wasn't really lying. I had gotten some catalogs from Williams and Dartmouth, although Bowdoin wasn't even on my short list for the aforementioned reason, the Maine winters. And I wasn't making it up when I told him that I was looking forward to spending the summer around the kids at the Ocean View even if it was just to spend four hours a day with people whose most pressing issue was whether to play croquet or horseshoes, and whose greatest concern would be who'd win the sandcastle building contest on South Beach. At that point, the general manager had looked down at the application in his hand, reviewing my credentials one last time. I have to tell you, Winnie, you sound like you'd be perfect for the children's program. There's an orientation training the second week of June. That's not a problem, I told him, and I knew the job was mine. That was over a month ago, and now, here, I was walking across the impeccably manicured grounds to the door marked staff only. The staff break room was off the hallway leading to the front desk, and that's where I found the other counselors, each of us in our white polo shirts with the Ocean View Inn logo embroidered on our left sleeves. Four round cafeteria tables stood in the center of the room, and each table was surrounded by six aluminum folding chairs that were clearly intended to make breaks as uncomfortable, and therefore short as humanly possible. We six counselors, four girls and two guys, had all met for the first time two weeks ago when we had the day of orientation and training. I knew one of the girls vaguely, a redhead named Rachel, who sat in the back of my French class and always had trouble remembering the difference between an accent aigu and accent clave. I recognized everyone from the training except for a girl standing in front of the vending machine, using her reflection in the red and white Coke logo to straighten out her ponytail. I was the last to arrive, so I slipped into one of the folding chairs and waited to see what happened next. Okay, now that everyone's here, I want to say welcome. The unfamiliar girl spun around to face us, her ponytail whacking against the illuminated Coke machine. I'm Marla, the children's program director, and I could not be any more excited for us to work together. It takes a certain type of person to be willing to spend her summer catering to every whim and whimsy of pint-sized guests, 
but Marla, it was quickly evident, was born to it. She explained how she'd worked at the Ocean View for four summers before coming back to run the children's program, which, from the way she practically genuflected as she spoke the words, had obviously been her life's goal. Marla had just graduated from St. Bonaventure University. Go Bonnies, she hollered, thrusting her fist in the air as if expecting us to do the wave in response, and she was thrilled to be back at the Ocean View for another summer. We're expecting anywhere from 10 to 15 kids today, Marla told us, straightening the remaining empty chairs around the tables as she made her way around the room. We're going to begin with a little face painting and then take the kids to the beach. All the wagons and sand toys are in the prep area outside. So what do you say? Are we going to have a great day? Marla stuck her hand out in front of her, palm down, and waited for us to go over and cover it with our own hands in solidarity. She wasn't just a cheerleader, she was also the quarterback and coach all rode into one. Are we ready? She tried again, this time moving over to the door as if getting ready to smack us all on the ass as we walked out to meet the kids. Ready, we answered, but from the disappointed expression on Marla's face, it was obvious she'd expected a little more enthusiasm. Then let's get out there! And with that, we went to find our campers. If I had to describe the Ocean View's decor, I'd call it casual elegance with a nautical twist. Casual because the inn wanted guests to feel that they could actually sit on the furniture and feel at home. They were there to vacation, after all. The sofas and overstuffed chairs were upholstered in blues and yellows and pale green plaids that echoed the very colors you'd find if you stood on the resort's patio and looked out over the lawn toward the ocean. Elegant because even though the interior was meant to look and feel like a summer cottage, there was no mistaking that every fabric and piece of furniture was hand-picked by an interior designer who'd gone to great pains to make sure guests felt that they got what they paid for. And the nautical twist? Because even though the ocean view didn't go overboard with a nautical theme, like most beach resorts, some decorative touches were meant to remind you that the beach was a short walk away. The framed paintings of fishermen hauling in nets, bursting with the day's catch. The lobster buoys hanging behind the front desk. Even the starfish on the fabric covering the chairs around the fireplace. Twelve sets of parents were waiting in the lobby to hand off their precious cargo. They were exactly the types of family who booked my dad's services. The kids were impeccably dressed in plaids and stripes and khaki, and the mother of a set of triplets had even gone to the trouble of dressing her boys in matching shorts and life-is-good t-shirts. She'd obviously chosen coordination over convenience, and if it hadn't been for the name tag stuck on every camper's chest, I don't think we would have referred to them as anything other than the triplets all day.